If you've listened to more than one or two Happy Life Studios podcasts, you've probably figured out by now that we usually post them early Monday morning uh, to help people get their week started off on a happy note. You probably also noticed that there was no podcast this Monday, and there was a reason for that, and I feel like I owe you what that reason was. I mean, I could have not posted any more podcasts, but after eight years of podcasting, I figured I couldn't go out like that. At least I didn't want to go out like that. So I'm posting one today. When I speak live, I see people's reactions, good and bad. And I know if I said something that helped someone, I can see it in their reactions. However, as a podcaster, it's a lot different than that. Instead of looking at live people, you're actually looking at a screen. When I speak live, I get all sorts of feedback. I mean, people tell me things like nice speech, good sermon, thank you, that changed my life, so on and so forth. And I think that's a thing that surprised me the most about podcasting is the lack of the feedback that I would receive. So I remember thinking, well, I can fix that. I'll just start asking people's opinions on the podcast. And then I created a, a special podcast email that people could email us directly. Uh, I thought that was going to be a great idea. That was going to help. And then I even created a dedicated line, a dedicated phone number just for a hotline. I thought I'd just make it as easy as possible for people to give feedback. But I still <laughs> was surprised at the amount or lack of amount of feedback that I got back. And that's probably not a big deal to a lot of podcasters, but I'm a people person. Like Bill Murray's character in What About Bob with Richard Dreyfus. I need, I need. Because <laughs> I'm a people person. And I thrive off of that connection. With podcasting, it's a lot different. So... Instead of just not posting any more podcasts, I thought I should come on at least one more time. And say, happy April Fool's Day. <laughs> I'm not quitting. You can't get rid of me that easy. There's no way. You're stuck with me. Happy Life Studios aren't going anywhere. Well, but uh, of course. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifer? Thanks for joining us today. I am so happy that you did. Now, there really was a reason why I didn't post a podcast on Monday. Actually, there are two reasons why I didn't post a podcast on Monday, but it wasn't that I wasn't getting enough feedback or I'm not saying that I wouldn't love more feedback. Don't get me wrong on that. I'll take all the feedback that I can get because I'm a people person, like I said, but that's not the reason in the slightest. 
In fact, when I record a podcast, I'm looking at it right now, right in front of me, someone made me a poster with all these smiley faces, all these emoticons of different colors, different shapes, different sizes that represent all these different people. They, they said to me, instead of you just staring at a screen doing your podcast, now you can think about the people you're doing your podcast with. And when I do a podcast, that's what I do. I envision you guys as though I'm talking to you in your living room or in my living room or at the restaurant or whatever. I actually envision you, Happy Lifer, in my brain. I hope that doesn't freak you out too much, but I have envisioned you, real life people sitting in front. So that's not the reason why I didn't record a podcast. The first reason why I didn't record my podcast Monday, well, that's not true. I did get my podcast recorded. And when I came up on Saturday to finish the editing and get it all done, I was that close to finishing it. All of a sudden, my software that I have been using for eight years or so, it crashed on me. It just wouldn't work anymore. And I tried every angle. I, I searched online and it just got really frustrating because I couldn't use that. And I had to purchase some new software and I had to come up with the funds to actually do that. It was a very, very frustrating thing. So that's really why I didn't post on Monday. I couldn't. I had to get the software purchased and it is now. And so that's why you're getting this podcast today, which is the second reason why I didn't post on Monday. Because I had to post today. Because today's April Fool's Day. And you know we are the official podcast of the holidays. So happy April Fool's Day. Did it work on you? Did my April Fool's joke, <laughs> did, it, did it work on you? Or did you have it figured out right away? Well, you can't blame me for trying. I had to try it. It is, it is April Fool's Day. And so I'm going to do a podcast on it because we are the official podcast <laughs> of the holidays. So I want to do one on April Fool's Day. And it might not be what you're thinking. According to the free dictionary online, being foolish means lacking or exhibiting a lack of good sense or judgment. Semicolon, silly. Camille Grady agrees with that in her article on Medium entitled, Embrace Your Inner Fool. She said, to be foolish is to be silly. Then she goes on to say, to not take life too seriously. In a way, it is to be a weirdo and to be okay with it and to be endlessly curious. I'm fine with being foolish. <laughs> She's so right. We should be okay with being a little foolish, at least every now and then. Francois de la, uh, how, how do you say it? Rochefoucauld? Anyway, <laughs> I, I know I butchered that, but they said this, quote, as one grows older, one becomes wiser and more foolish, end quote. See, we're already fools. We might as well embrace it. Like Camille Grady said, embrace our inner fools because we already are. We don't like the sound of that, I know, because fools are seen as, well, just let me give you a few of the synonyms for fool from the thesaurus. Words like idiot, buffoon, moron, sucker, halfwit, numbskull, whatever that is. <laughs> but it's not good. When you think of a fool, when you call someone a fool, it's not a compliment. It's a, a cut down. It's a derogatory term. So we don't want to consider ourselves as being foolish. But I kind of want to flip that today. Fools are looked down on. But I think we need fools. I think there are numerous reasons why we need fools today. 
probably weren't expecting to hear that or you, but we do. We do need fools. And even though there's countless reasons, I'm going to give you 10 that I just came up with off the top of my head. It didn't take me any time to come up with these at all. These were just 10 that came to me very quickly. First of all, we wouldn't have leaders without them. (laughs) Will Rogers said, quote, a fool and his money are soon elected, end quote. (laughs) So see, if we didn't have fools, we wouldn't have leaders or at least elected leaders. (laughs) But seriously, reason number two why I think we need fools is because fools think outside the box. I mean, if you think about it, we live in a box and we sleep on a box and we shower in a box. And then we go into the box and open the door and get into our other box and open up the big box door and we, we drive in our box to another box down the road and we get out of that box and go into a box and go up a bunch of floors and we get into our box and we sit behind a box and we get home and we come and we sit in front of a, a box and our lives are full of boxes, just so predictable. But fools think outside that box and we have got to have that kind of thinking in life. We need people that think outside the box. And that's what a fool does. A fool also, number three, brings color and life to our world. That's much the same thing as thinking outside the box. That kind of thinking brings color. It brings life. It brings enjoyment. It brings unexpectedness. It keeps us on our toes. Number four, fools simplify life. Another word for fool is simple. But we like to make life complicated and difficult. But oftentimes the happiest life is the simplest life. Fools help remind us to make things simple again. Five, fools don't take life so serious. And I think that's a problem that we have today. And Horace from like the fifth century would agree with me because he said, quote, mix a little foolishness with your serious plans. It is lovely to be silly at the right moment, end quote. And I love that. And that's what fools do. Fools don't take life so serious. And I can struggle with taking my life too serious. But a fool reminds me not to take life so seriously. And not only do they not take life so serious, but number six, they make others not take their lives so seriously. And I think that that is a gift especially with today. There's so much crazy stuff going on. Sometimes it's just really good, I would say most times, to sit back and say, wait a minute, stop taking myself so seriously. Sometimes my biggest mental issues are when I'm taking myself too seriously. And fools help us not to do that. Seven, fools aren't afraid to do or to try foolish things because that's what fools do. Foolish things like dreams. (laughs) Yeah, dreams are foolish. They're crazy. I mean, that's why people will often use foolish to describe dreams. That's just a foolish dream. Or they'll say, that's a pipe dream, which actually came from back in the 19th century from people that smoked opium and they had all these crazy thoughts, they called them pipe dreams. And now when you have a a crazy dream, which most dreams, if they're worth anything, they are crazy. They're bigger than life. And, but we call them things like pipe dreams or wild dreams, or that's a foolish dream. Or when we want to derogatorily say something to someone, we say, you're just a dreamer. Or have you ever said this or had this said to you in your dreams? That's not a positive statement. We tell people, we tell fools, we tell dreamers, what do we tell them? We tell them, wake up. 
Basically, we're telling them, stop dreaming. It's time to wake up and get back to the box, (laughs) right? But our psyche needs dreams. According to the University of California, Berkeley, quote, an important function of dreams is to help us take the sting out of our painful emotional experiences during the hours we are asleep so that we can learn from them and carry on with our lives. We need dreams. According to thehealthy.com, if you're not dreaming, you're putting yourself at a higher risk for obesity, memory loss, and inflammation throughout your body, which can lead to autoimmune troubles. So we not only need to dream mentally, but we need to dream physically as well. It's good for us to dream. Dreams are hope. And you can't be happy without hope, as we talked about a week or two ago. If you think about it, every invention that we now enjoy was foolish originally. I got an idea. Let's make a 200-ton metal tube, put wings on it, then put hundreds of humans on them, and we'll fly them over large bodies of water full of sharks <laughs> with no land in sight. We'll fly over frozen mountain peaks. I mean, the plane was, was a foolish idea. The Wright brothers were probably considered crazy when they came up with that. How about this one? I know. Let's poop inside our houses. And let's do it in the smallest room that we have. <laughs> I mean... I mean, that had to have been a crazy dream for people when they had outhouses for someone to say, we're going to come up with a thing called plumbing, electricity. I mean, all the things that were invented at one point, the person that came up and said, we should try this. We should go to the moon. But we're not laughing now, are we? Because we've already been to the moon and now you've got Elon Musk. Boy, a lot of people probably think Elon Musk is foolish. An electric car? going to Mars, going to the moon, living on there. We talked about that as a kid, but we dreamed about it as kids. That's what foolish people do. Foolish people aren't afraid to dream foolish things or to try foolish things or to think outside the box. Eight, fools aren't afraid to cut loose. Or as Sidoni Gabriel Collette says, and I'm sorry if I'm getting these names wrong, I probably am. But they said, quote, you will do foolish things, but do them with enthusiasm, end quote. <laughs> yes. If we're going to be foolish anyway, if we've got some foolishness anyway, at least live life, at least be ourselves, be foolish with enthusiasm, which leads into number nine, fools enjoy life more. They're not so worried. They're not taking life so seriously. They enjoy life more and they laugh more, number 10. So be a fool. And be a fool with enthusiasm. Because not only do we need fools, we need to be fools. Alice Walker says, quote, People do not wish to appear foolish. To avoid the appearance of foolishness, they are willing to remain actually fools. End quote. In other words, what she's saying is, when we try so hard not to look foolish, that's when we appear the most foolish. I think we all have silly, foolish, quirky, weird, unnormal things about us, but we tend to hide them because being a fool is being a moron. Being foolish is being idiotic. Our own thesaurus teaches us that. So we hide them. We don't want people to think that we are foolish. But when you don't care what other people think, 
you are more likely to be your true self and your true self is where you find your happy self. If you're trying to be like someone else, there's no better way to scare away happiness than that. Feeling like you gotta be someone else. You gotta get into that box and you gotta be like these other people because that's how other people are. But if you wanna be your happy self, you've gotta find your true self. But to find your true self, you gotta kind of embrace a little bit of your foolishness because fools don't necessarily care what other people think about them or if they do, they still act that way anyway. The truer you are to yourself, the happier yourself can be. You are already great. Amazing is inside you. You don't have to do anything but be you. You don't have to create greatness. You don't have to create amazing. It's already inside you. You just need to be who you are. And we were all created differently. I've used this quote before, but General George Patton says, if everyone is thinking alike, then someone isn't thinking. We are all unique and we all have a little bit of that fool in us. And if we would embrace that fool and say, hey, I blow it a lot. Don't take ourselves so seriously. We are going to find our lives are going to be greater lives. And if you don't take my word for it, take Cher's word for it. Cher said, quote, until you're ready to look foolish, you'll never have the possibility of being great, end quote. So fools are something that we need, and it's something that we need to be. That's why fools laugh so much. Not only do fools laugh more, they make others laugh more too. I gave you only the first definition of the free dictionary online of foolishness. Here is the second definition. Capable of arousing laughter. There's nothing much better than someone laughing, especially if that someone is a child. About the only thing that I could think better than that is if you're the one that made them laugh. That might be better. (laughs) People called me a fool all the time. Only the term they used was nerd. Nerd, when I was growing up, isn't the same word that it is now. Nerd, when I was growing up, was not a positive statement. Today, nerd means different than it did when I was growing up. But nerd meant fool back when I was growing up. And that's what I was. I was a nerd. People called me a nerd. They made fun of me. They spoke derogatorily to me. I was one of those guys that got bullied in school all the time. I had to wear hand-me-downs. I grew up in a preacher's home. So I had that religion aspect to me that everyone thought I had the plague when I went to school because I was a preacher's kid. (laughs) I've talked about that before. I wore hand-me-downs, like I said. My clothes were, were not the best clothes to wear. Kids made fun of that. I was seen as a fool. And then one day, my teacher said to me, I was in her office, and she said, Steve, you're such a fun person when you're in my office, but when you're out there in the schools, and I think I've talked about this before, but it fits perfectly here. But when you're out there in the hallway with all your friends, with all your schoolmates, you're a different person. She says, why is that? I said, because everyone makes fun of me. Everyone laughs at me. They think I'm foolish. She says, yeah, but you're not giving her a fair shot. You're not really being who you are. Why don't you just be the person you are in my office? Now, the reason I was that way in her office because I was safe there. She created this environment where I felt safe. But she's saying, why can't you be the person you are in here out there in the halls? And I said, because people will laugh at me. And she said, you said they're laughing at you anyway. <laughs> you want to talk about a mic drop? And she was my music teacher, so that's a good analogy. That changed everything for me. 
And I started realizing, I started embracing. Someone gave me my senior year, I was donated, thank you very much, a lime green polyester suit. And lime green was kind of in, it was the beginning of the 80s, into the 70s. But you get beat up for wearing something like that, especially to school. But you know what I did? I started to embrace that fool side of me. And people had used that image for so long and it it tore me down. But when I talked to my teacher and they said, why don't you just be who you are? If they're laughing at you anyway, at least give them the real you to laugh at. And I started to embrace the fool that was inside of me. I started to embrace the person that was different, that was weird. And I decided I would start wearing that suit on purpose. Only I really nerded myself out. I really weirded myself out. I would grease my hair down like alfalfa in the little rascals. I would walk around that suit in public on purpose. Or when I'd speak somewhere, I'd come out wearing that suit. And the people were mortified thinking, who is this guy that's going to speak to us, especially when they're a youth? But now to this day, I still have that suit. Someone has made me another lime green suit. And I dress up like a fool because the only thing greater than hearing somebody laugh, especially a child, is being the one that helped cause it. And that's what fools do. So don't be afraid to embrace that different in you, that unique in you, that foolish part of you, that weird part of you, that part that maybe is not like anybody else. That's what makes you so unique and so special and so powerful. Don't hide that. Embrace it. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. Remember, life isn't always perfect, but that doesn't mean it can't be happy. Steve Ace.